0: This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. There's only one thing better than a day fly fishing on the Gardner River near the north boundary of Yellowstone National Park. Dave, do you have any idea what it is?
1: I do. It's two days of fly fishing on the Gardner River.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And that's what we're going to talk about today. A couple weeks ago, in mid-October, we fly fished on the Gardner River on a Tuesday. We talked about that day on a recent podcast. The following day, we fished the Missouri River almost 200 miles to the northwest. But on Thursday, two days later, we came back to the Gardner to spend the last day of our four-day trip. And that's what we want to talk about today. We caught more fish and learned more lessons. So, Dave, what was different about our second day on the Gardener, about Thursday? What was different uh, than, than Tuesday, the first day we spent?
1: The first thing was that we stayed at the Comfort Inn versus the Super 8. Oh, yeah, and, that's and, right. Uh, Couldn't uh,
0: we, get into the Super 8. You know, hunting season was coming up. It was uh, just uh, that, that weekend. weekend it was yeah. opening, wasn't it, on yeah. Sunday? Yeah, so all of a sudden the hotels are starting to fill up.
1: Actually, it was a little bit nicer hotel. Man, it
0: was. I I love that lobby. Yeah, it was very rustic. It was. It had all of these mounts. I mean, just some gorgeous uh, elk mounts and, uh, uh, you know, big six-point bulls that, I don't know, there were some 360, 370 bulls on the, you know, hanging on the wall. And then that grizzly bear on its haunches.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. We took those stupid
0: photos. (laughs) I know. That's right. I had to keep you from using your bear spray on it, but... uh, but no, we. we I just
1: st- wanted to test that bear know, spray to that, see if it worked. Yeah,
0: that's right, and it it did. That it bear did. spray didn't attack. They they had to clear out the motel lobby. <laughs> yeah, not really, but uh, yeah, we had some fun taking pictures so that that our wives would have something to look at and roll their eyes. <laughs> I <laughs> oh, think we man. did post one of those on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was that was a lot of fun, but yeah, it was kind of a nice atmosphere. Well, on that particular day, something else that was different is we, we didn't hire a guide. We, we did the first day for a half-day trip, and part of that was just to get intel. And, and this guy was good, too. He, he helped me or tried to help me correct some things that I was, uh, you know, I was doing wrong. I was uh, acting like a dry fly fisherman instead of a nymph fisher. But, uh, uh, yeah, we, we just went uh, ourselves and... And it was uh, it was an incredible day.
1: Well, I think that uh, I was kind of worried that maybe on that day, the guide would be taking someone else and we'd be meeting yeah. him on the river at yeah, 6.30 that's in the right. morning. Uh, but he, he was
0: at, we actually knew that he was actually done, I think, for right. a week. Yeah. And, uh, well, I half expected to see him out there fly fishing because he loves to do that. Yeah.
1: You know what's so great about that guide was um, that we had on Tuesday was, you know, here's a guy who fly fishes, I think he said like... 180 days a year that just can't be yeah great. but anyway well, it's a it lot of days is, and yet yeah. he's still so passionate about it oh yeah so um it just was a great it was just yep. i don't know it inspired me he inspired
0: yeah, me. yeah it was good
1: well we also the other thing that was curious on thursday this day we didn't see another fly fisher on the water
0: all day yeah. unbelievable wasn't it how much
1: river did we cover do you think it wasn't
0: you know, that much. No, not that particular day, but uh, we we didn't see anybody else. And we up were, and down the valley, there was nobody. Yeah, we were in a position we would have seen others if if they were on the water. And when we went back up to our vehicle, there was nobody parked there. Um, that was amazing. And, you know, you talked about that, Dave, in our last uh, podcast about our first day on the Gardener. That that this is uh, this is a hundred miles from. Uh, or, or at least, it's, yeah, it's a couple hours from Bozeman, maybe not quite 100 miles, but two hours from Bozeman. And you know what? There's a lot of uh, fly shops, and, and none of them talk about the gardener. No, none of them talk about so the There's so much water that it, it's really a hidden little gem. And again, in the fall is when it's really at its best. You, know, you can go there any time of year and catch 8 to 14-inch trout, but in the fall you've got these... Uh, uh, these runners uh, the the browns that are spawning that run up the river and you also have uh, rainbows and cutthroats that will come up as well to sit behind the spawn bed so it's really a chance to catch a, a large fish now we we caught uh, well we caught a ton of fish didn't we but um, they were you know they were all what 14 to 18 19 inches. I think you caught one that was what 20,
1: yeah, it was 20 21 inches. Yeah, yeah I, he was I, that brown was huge.
0: Yeah, it really was. I caught one that was 19, maybe one pushing 20, but they were the biggest. You caught uh, a
1: couple really big cuts in there, too. yeah, they were. There was one that was pushing 18 or 19. I know inches. that was
0: really nice, but I remember reading on uh Parks Fly Shop website and even listening to our guide, they've they, every year, will pull out a few 24-inch uh, yeah. browns out yeah. of that. And I guess they've, they've caught them up to 28, 29, which I can't even imagine. No,
1: I can't even imagine, uh, yeah.
0: Out of a river like that. But, uh, yeah, that was, a, that was a good day. And not only did we not see a guide or have a guide, but uh, I don't think we saw anybody else in the water, did we? No,
1: there was nobody else. And... One, one reason maybe it was a little more raw that
0: day. You know it was. That's right. Just it, a little bit of a breeze. It didn't affect your casting, but boy, you could feel it. Yeah.
1: By the end of the day, I I was um, I was tired from catching fish. I know that sounds like no huh like a complete stupid <laughs> statement, but <laughs> yeah. I yeah. was. I mean, I oh, we yeah. caught so many fish oh, <laughs> during that did. what four five six hour yeah. run uh-huh. that um, yep that I, I was like tired, but I, I actually got chilled a little bit. Yep. We weren't waiting in the river much. We'd cross it here and there, you know, when we moved, but we, we didn't move that much, yep. but it was, uh, maybe that was it. We weren't, there was that breeze that came down that run, yeah. you know, through the Valley there. And so it was, mm-hmm. it got to be a little bit raw. I think the temp was about 45 degrees. And by the end of the day, I thought, you know, I probably could have had another layer, but then again, yeah. once you start hiking and moving again, then you, you sweat. Do. So yep. you get warm. it's always one of those, you know yep do you have too much on or too little on
0: we were on the river for six hours I mean the time the Tuesday before was t- four hours but uh, that Thursday we I, I checked my watch we got down there at, at eight o'clock fishing on the river and we had just decided we didn't have to get there as early as we did the day before uh, I figured we'd still get down there at 7:40 I guess I didn't factor in how much time it would be to to get everything rigged up and tied on and and uh it, just because it was raw yeah yeah but uh that Your was Your hands uh, are a little numb
1: so uh yeah. knots are take a little longer to tie you yep. know my first two fish of that day were whitefish.
0: that's right yeah and you had
1: caught a couple white fish yeah. the day before but right. my first two i'm thinking Yep. really
0: and I had I, not caught any of those the no, day before, I, I, or actually two days before. Yeah, and we I didn't it. catch any on Thursday. Everything I caught was a trout. Well, there was one exception. <laughs> Did you remember I, I pulled in a buffalo femur, Yeah. buffalo exactly. bone? I was like, really? <laughs>
1: we. I do have a picture of yeah, that. that. Yeah, that's You're right. holding it just like it's a nice 21-inch yeah, brown.
0: I, I know, and it was about that long it seemed like (laughs) but that was crazy but man we caught a ton of fish i mean we we caught what probably 30 i know we counted caught at least 30 i stopped
1: counting at some point i know
0: we're supposed to count uh for yellowstone national
1: park but they did not uh we had licenses in the park but Mm -hmm. we didn't because we got in there so early, the uh, the gate was was uh there's nobody at the gate. Right
0: in that t- in that booth where they yeah. uh, usually have to pay. So yeah. yeah. So
1: anyways, yeah, it was at least thirty plus. But tell about the other side of that.
0: Well, yeah, there were thirty plus. Then we we actually though landed probably forty plus fish yeah. each. Ten of the fish. I mean, we we landed thirty legitimately, but there were another eight to ten each that we. F- that we foul hooked.
1: I remember you're foul hooking like three in a row yeah. and at
0: some point you go like what am I doing wrong here? Yeah, and then you start to realize there are just I don't know how many fish, you know, 40, 50 fish in one of these uh, I runs. Think there had to be more. Probably than more. They're just stacked up in there. It was really amazing. So we we actually uh I mean, I don't know that I tried to make a huge adjustment, but I kind of stopped for a little while and i thought well maybe i should fish something else i i feel bad to keep foul hooking fish and then for whatever re i I think they i think it slowed down a little bit it really did and then when they started feeding again we we didn't foul hook them because one of those trout would take your your fly before it had a chance to you know to bump onto a you know fin or or you know, the size of the fish.
1: That fin, Was that was it the top dorsal fin? And there were a yeah. couple on the back fin mm-hmm.
0: too. Right. So Yeah, that was really interesting. And you know, something else too, we didn't cover as much river that day because we caught two thirds of our fish in one run. I mean that's that just that's crazy. the run that you that you fish the first day. And I mean that was not a long run. It was maybe what, maybe six, eight 10 feet at the most. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're sitting at a conference table here that's, good night, this thing's, what, 10 feet long? I mean, th- this is the size of the run. No no longer, no wider than this conference table. Now, it
1: did start up farther.
0: Yeah, it you know did what, a little bit.
1: Against that bank. Yeah, but, but we, the, didn't,
0: we didn't catch fish up no, there. No, we didn't. The, the place where we caught fish was, uh, yeah, the size of a big conference table. And think about it, Dave. We took 20-plus fish each out of that run, and it was just ridiculous.
1: Literally, we were so tired. Yeah, 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 we were. (laughs) And it
0: sounds like whining.
1: We were so tired. Yeah,
0: I know. Terrible problem to have, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk about a few lessons that we uh, learned. One lesson that I learned or relearned again was just the subtlety of the strike. I mean there were a few times where my strike indicator, and and we always use strike indicators when we're nymphing, uh, that's just a a little, uh, uh, just like a little mini bobber, I guess. That sounds kind of uh, awful to say as a fly fisher, but yeah, just a little bobber. And boy, when that thing would just barely, barely move, just just a little bounce. I know there are a couple times you'd say, I think you got a strike. no. Well, then I finally started setting the hook every time I'd get the slightest movement. And I couldn't believe how many yeah. uh, trout I, I pulled in. And it makes me wonder how many I missed the first day or even earlier yeah. in the morning because I just, I, I was waiting for that strike indicator to disappear like, like I've had on the bear trap in the spring when those rainbows are, were catching those big rainbows. Well, I mean, that, that thing just disappears. Yeah, it does. But these guys were just really very subtle, subtle. takes. Yeah, very yep. very subtle takes.
1: I, I, I then I think about all the ones we missed. I mean, think about how many we missed. Oh yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah. Uh, you know, you don't have a lot of days like this. No, no, I you mean, really don't. Doesn't this just, have to be in one of your top? Yeah. Oh yeah. This is one of my three top days.
0: three or four days. Absolutely. Yeah, just, it yep. was just an unbelievable it really day. Really was. What else? Other lessons? I think another
1: one is, and this is counterintuitive, which is just sticking with a good run when the trout are stacked up. Now, Steve and I have uh, talked about this at length, certainly if they're stacked up with other fly fishers, that's one thing, right? Yep. But, you know, if it's fishing well and they're stacked up in there, there's no need to move to the next run. That sounds patently obvious, but...
0: Um, but we tend to move. We tend to move, it. especially yeah. me. I yeah. like you're, to move. Yeah, so. you do.
1: And I move because you move because I can't let you get too far ahead of me. <laughs> That's right. <So. laughs> you don't.
0: You don't trust me, do you? I do
1: not. Because if you're up there a half mile, you've destroyed every run between now uh, up between me and you know the half mile.
0: Really? Really? I thought it's because you cared about me. You were worried that something might happen. So you're, you're following so much. You for my safety. <laughs> Yeah, I know how it goes. Yeah, but that's a great lesson. You know, another one is slowing down the moment. And I think fishing that run together, just alternating, helped us do that. We'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So when
1: we fished that, I would, you know, I would have probably, actually, I would fish for maybe five to ten minutes until I caught a fish, and then... I'd sit back and eat some sunflower seeds or do whatever I was doing and sit on the bank and you'd fish the run.
0: Yeah, but honestly, it, most cases it wasn't five to 10 minutes, no, was it? Wasn't. It, was, no, it was probably it wasn't. two minutes. Yeah. I mean, you, most of the time that when we'd cast it in, you had a fish. It was pretty rare to go through that run and not get a there fish. There were a few stretches where we might have 10 yeah.
1: minutes. There may have been a, yeah. one 15 minute mm-hmm.
0: stretch. But, but that was really good I yeah. because it, it kind of forced me to say hey I'm going to look around a little bit and I, I looked down river I could see that one uh, the steam rising from what they call the boiling river you know in the gardener a lot of people walk up to and they'll, they'll sit in the the you know the, the, the hot pool that's there and it was just good yeah it just yeah, made yeah. me realize how important it is not to get so caught up in catching fish that you don't I guess enjoy the moment and look around.
1: It also allowed me to remember to take more pics. Obviously, you're yeah. fishing the run; mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the bank, so yeah. or I'm re rigging or something like yeah. that. But Very true. Um, it slowed slowed me down enough to okay, yep. I remember. Okay, I got a camera in here; I should yeah. take more pictures. So, what else? Well, another was we stopped at some point because we just said, you know, it's been so good, yeah, for so long this morning. Yep let's just quit while we're ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of counterintuitive. If you're 25 years old, you're going to go until you drop, right? Yeah. And you, you're more into consuming the experience. Mm-hmm. As I've gotten yeah. older, I've realized you know I, that experience will never come around again. Right. And so I don't know how you do this, but to slow down and enjoy yeah. the moment because that's yeah. it. And I think once we got to a certain point where... It's not that it wasn't fun anymore, yeah, but, but we had become sated. Yeah, we right? were satisfied. I mean, we six were hours. We had yeah. fished
0: for six hours, and we caught a ton of fish. And It's like, what, what else is there to do? Yeah, we could catch more, but just to say we caught ten more, that was, it was such a great day. And yeah, I'm, it was a terrific I, day. I'm glad we left. We, we left uh, kind of on a high, Yeah, and, and that's the way it should be. So one other thing. <laughs> you and I didn't have a lot of deep
1: conversations that day. You know, no, here we were no, fishing the we same we really didn't
0: we didn't even say much no to each we other. often we often do but we didn't that day and I guess I would attribute that to uh, you were just being a jerk no 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 not at all no we were just Well, catching, I was catching more fish bigger oh, yeah, fish blah, so. blah, blah 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 yeah blah. I mean we were catching fish that's what it was. it was yeah there were so many fish that we it seems like our conversations were about you know man you know maybe are you down far enough yeah are you down far enough or uh, yeah, are, are there more bones down there that you're gonna catch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're you're right. It's uh, you just never know how it's gonna play out. A lot of times we have some great conversations, and and I think we did on the drives yeah, uh, to and true. from the Definitely. rivers. But man, that day we were just catching fish. It was it was all business. It was really all, it was business. all business. Yeah, it was wasn't a wonderful
1: day of business. Yeah, it really. Fly fishing was. business.
0: Absolutely. Well, it's time now for great stuff from our listeners. Uh, A listener named Al Jones recently posted this comment on our podcast about sustaining your fly fishing passion. Uh, Al uh, wrote, As a 46-year-old fly fisher who has been fly fishing for over 25 years, my last few years were pretty devoid of trips to the river or lake. Life got in the way. A battle with depression, some other family stuff, And fly fishing got put on the back burner. It's true that fishing isn't everything, but it's equally as true that it's more than just a part-time hobby for most, including myself. As I slide out the door this morning, headed for my favorite North Carolina Trout River, I couldn't help but wonder if I was the only one who somehow lost the fire for fly fishing, or if anyone else ever gets it back. I guess time will tell. Good to know I'm not alone."
1: I think absolutely that's true. I think yeah. that's true in our life, right? It sure is. That's really um, powerful. I mean, there's no doubt that I fly fished between the time you and I uh, graduate from college and when we actually circled back in our mid-30s. But Because I fly fished in Colorado. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, and then when I moved here, I started doing more fishing in the drift list learning more yep um, about nymph fishing and getting better at that actually starting mm-hmm. to do it I had yep. mostly just dry fly. but there were stretches where life just simply got in the way oh, kids yeah. and trying to make the mortgage payment yeah. yep. and,
0: I had that too I lived in Montana I lived uh, north of uh, Bozeman and and lived uh, within a mile of the East Gallatin and a couple miles of the Gallatin River and but yet there were there were months where, uh, especially when my kids were in high school, they were in sports, and I was the uh, PA announcer for all the basketball, uh, boys and girls basketball for our local high school. Did a little bit of volleyball stuff, and you know I was in the gym a ton, and and uh, uh, just uh, just my work as a pastor. There are a lot of things going on, and yeah, there are just times where you you set it aside, but. But the good news is, you can always get back to it. Yeah. It's never too late to to get into it. Not to worry about time that you lost. Just uh, just jump back in uh, the rivers, figuratively speaking, and and enjoy it. Well, one
1: thing I think is different about golf, and golf is wonderful in its own way for those who love it, um, and I don't. But. the river, there is something really healing about the river itself, right? So if you're away from it and then you go back to it, you realize it's not just about, at least for me, it's not just about catching fish. There's something bigger that fly fishing draws you into. I think that's what he's talking about. so too. And so those of you who feel maybe that, you know, you haven't been doing it regularly or it's been a few years, you just need to Start doing it and yep, it will right. pull you back in. The river really kind of draws you to itself.
0: Yeah, really does. Well, that will do it for today. We're curious what you do to sustain your fly fishing passion. Please tell us about it by going to twoguysinarever.com and commenting on this podcast link. Uh, even though we've talked about another fine day on The Gardener, uh, just talk to us about sustaining your fly fishing passion. How do you maintain it? When you face a lot of responsibilities related to work or home or health or or whatever.
1: You can find Two Guys in a River on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd certainly love for you to visit our podcast on iTunes and rate it. Give us a review. That helps. Also, you can download a podcast app on your phone and receive our weekly podcasts. If you want access to every episode we've ever published, visit our website and click on every episode on the navigation bar and it will scroll down to every episode that we've ever published.
0: Well, thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing.